Hey, everybody, this is Josh McKinney, and I just want to welcome you to episode 78 of the I Suck at Jujutsu show. Today, I am injured, and it sucks, and I can't train. I can't do anything, right? Well, that's what I want to talk to you guys today about. Uh, I think it is, it's kind of a misconception in jujitsu that if you are injured, you cannot train, you cannot do anything. Uh, It's important to be smart. And we're going to talk all about being smart. We're going to talk all about all of it. Uh, But, but first I just wanted to, um, to make sure to mention to you guys kind of the stuff we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about some principles that uh, apply to jujitsu and kind of apply to everyday life and uh, just kind of how to handle situations. And uh, I I got in some really cool conversations with my friend, Chris Paynes on his podcast called the villain cast. Uh, I know it's a really cool name for a podcast, but uh uh, we got into some really cool uh, ideas and thoughts on problem solving in jujitsu. You guys have heard Chris on um, the Isaka Jujutsu show before, and uh, I really recommend that you guys check that out. That is on YouTube. If you search Chris Payne's BJJ, uh, P-A-I-N-E-S, uh, you will be able to find that. And I highly recommend it. I really enjoyed doing that episode. And we really, really dig in deep to some differences in training and, and some thought processes around how to train. Um, but I think the coolest part is like the last 20-ish, 25-ish minutes when we start to talk about problem solving. I think it's something that will be helpful for a lot of people. Uh, so highly recommend that. But like I was saying, uh, you know, I'm injured and I am struggling to train. This is a question that I got a few times in asking for podcast ideas, um, little Instagram, YouTube video ideas. And uh, I think it's really tough for people to, to make the distinction. They think that uh, an injury is an on-off switch. You know, as soon as I get injured, as soon as I get something, I flip the switch down. Um, some of the uh, only advice that you hear when somebody says they are injured is somebody else will say, are you injured or are you hurt? Which doesn't help anything. Uh, because I am injured. I'm not hurt. I'm not sore. You know, I have an injury, uh, right? We can, we can train through that soreness. It's, it's uh, different than actually having an injury that could get worse in training and uh, uh, will hopefully eventually heal on its own. But um, sometimes those injuries require surgery and things. And um, that's kind of a a different bag of worms than what we're going to discuss today. Uh, What I wanted to kind of just break down is is uh, two thought processes. Uh, The first is the do not thought process uh, when it comes to an injury. And this applies to any injury uh, that you have in jujitsu. So first off, the the do not is you don't come in to train and say, I'm going to train, but I'm going to train light. Uh, The reason we don't do that is because that doesn't exist. Uh, there is no train light, meaning like rolling live, but doing it lightly. Because what happens is I say, oh, yeah, I'm going to come in and train, train light, though. 
and I start my first round and I tell my guy, oh, hey, uh, my ankle hurts. If you can take it kind of easy on me, you know, uh, I've had this ankle injury or whatever. We slap bump, we start to grapple and uh, maybe I grab a grip a little too hard. I strip a grip a little too hard and then my partner starts to do the same and then he starts to pass a little too aggressively. And then I'm really defending hard for the pass and I'm doing everything to defend the pass. And then he falls back on an ankle lock on my bad ankle, right? It just progresses. And uh, don't play the victim. Don't be like, oh man, I told you my ankle hurt. You know what? If you are rolling live, you are rolling live. Uh, You are kind of, you just cannot live in the imaginary world where Um, yeah, I'm just going to tell my partner that I am training light and he's going to protect me. And so uh, so I think that's really important to to avoid that that pitfall that a lot of people fall into. uh, And then they play victim and, oh, my ankles hurt worse because Bradley ankle locked me on my bad ankle. And you know what, if you, you know, in that situation, you shouldn't be training live, meaning training, uh, Uh, just in a live round where anything goes. And I'll explain to you how you can train um, and train hard while injured in just a second when we get to the do's, but we are still on the do nots. Um, Something else uh, that you shouldn't do is you shouldn't just not come at all. Uh, There are some injuries that you absolutely cannot do anything with, right? Uh, You cannot move. Then you probably shouldn't come, right? I still have students that if they have these type of injuries, they still come into the gym and uh, still watch. And the reason this is important is because it's important to stay in your habit of training. It's very hard for people to come back to training after a long layoff, uh, meaning like anywhere in like that six to eight week range. When you start to get there and you haven't been in the gym, it is very hard mentally to say, okay, I'm coming back today. And for a lot of people, there actually becomes a lot of anxiety that comes from that. And so uh, what what I think is kind of important with this is make sure that you are, uh, uh, you're there, you are keeping your schedule as much as you can while injured. Uh, And then we get to the do's. Do what you can. This is, the, the principle of jujitsu that we use all the time. If you have my arms and my legs can move, then I will move my legs, right? If you have something else, that, that's how we look at jujitsu. That's how we look at uh, uh, progressing with things is, uh, you know, you, you focus on what you can control. And so for some people, maybe all I can do is the drilling portion of class. And, uh, you know, and I can watch instructionals and I can take notes. Um, and I, I'm going to do a podcast in the future about note taking, how to take notes. Um, it, it may be, I think it will be a podcast because I think it'll be pretty in depth. I was going to say it may be on um, just on my Instagram or something. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram at the Josh McKinney, I post, uh, I've been trying to post every day and have been successful at it for a while. Uh, just different thought processes, principles, techniques, of jujitsu, something uh, short and easy and uh, simple to digest uh, that you guys will be able to follow and, and, and get better from. You can follow me at the Josh McKinney or on Facebook. I post all the same things uh, in a different aspect ratio on uh, 
uh, Josh McKinney. It's a fan page. You just like it. Anyway, uh, where was that? What was I talking about? Oh, so if I am, uh, if I'm going in to training, I'm focusing on what I can control. And so uh, maybe what I can control is just drilling. Now, maybe, uh, for instance, for me, I have a rib injury right now. And uh, I'm not to the point where I can actually do anything live at all. Uh, all I've been doing is watching some jujitsu video. Uh, for me personally, I don't watch a lot of technique video. I like to watch uh, little conceptual videos because it makes it, me a better teacher. Um, that's kind of what I focus on uh, when I can't train. And very seldom can I not train. Very seldom do I have injuries that I absolutely can't do anything Right now, I still can't. Every time I, uh, um, I kind of move, <laughs> my rib pops out. And so uh, uh, when that stops happening, when I start to just get some range of motion in my body, how I will come back is uh, uh, I probably won't do repetitive drilling and stuff. I'll drill a little bit to make sure that my body can do the movements that I want, but I'll come back and just play top at first. And that will be how I roll. And I won't just be like, yeah, I'm just going to stay on top of people. I will tell my partners when I'm training, hey, my ribs still messed up. I can't play bottom. So let's just do first score from top, right? I'm not limiting their, uh, their energy because you just can't predict that. Some people are just going to go too hard in certain spots. You're going to get hurt. But if you limit the position that you're sparring, it makes it way, way easier easier on you. You know, you have a knee injury. Maybe you can't play top. Maybe you can't play guard, uh, but you guys could positional spar side control. And you could say, man, I can play bottom side control. And you can just ask people to positional spar it. And that's how you train. So you focus on what you can do, what you can get better at, and then you use that to get better. It's very important to have that mindset, you know, and this is back to uh, what Chris Paynes and I talked about on his podcast, which was having a problem-solving mindset. Uh, not everything in life, very few things in life are black and white, uh, meaning you have uh, yes and no, there is no in-between, there's no gray area. Uh, it's very important to understand that training is not black and white. Training is not, uh, this is the way to train, there is no other beneficial way to train. If it was, we wouldn't have all kinds of different schools with all kinds of different thought processes of training, all making good grapplers. Uh, you know, it's very, I think that there are probably things that are better than others, of course, uh, but that does not mean that it is the only way. And so, uh, you know, what did we learn from watching the Mandalorian season two? He's starting to see that this is the way, it's not the only way. Sorry, that was kind of a nerdy reference, but uh, it's a great show. I don't know, for some reason, shows like that really seem to attract jujitsu people. I think because uh, I talked about this in a podcast a long time ago uh, when I had Jamie Kilstein on, we talked about how many nerds there are in jujitsu, whether pro wrestling nerds, which is me, comic book nerds, also me, uh, cooking nerds, also myself, um, but just people that like to obsess about things. Uh, I think it's because jujitsu is just something that you can dive into and obsess about for, um, for me, almost 13 years now. And I still feel like I'm learning new things and learning new ways to explain things and, and getting better 
all the time. And so uh, it's, it's cool to be able to nerd out about things. That's why we, I think we like uh, that, that, that the personality type that loves jujitsu tends to love uh, what would be considered nerdy type things. But uh, just back to the thoughts on injuries, uh, it's, it's really important too that we have training partners that we can trust. Uh, if I have, uh, when I come back from my rib injury, I will only train with my higher belts for um, the first three or four weeks until I know that I'm completely safe because I don't need somebody who I don't train with often that maybe kicks me in the ribs or something. Um, I think that, uh, you know, you have training partners that you can trust and um, you also have these conversations with training partners. I think it's so important to getting better is having the right training partner, something that I talk about with my students um, as it pertains to heel hooks is I will always tell them like, Hey, I wouldn't trust anybody else with this, but if you, if I put you in a heel hook, I will not wrench it. I will keep it and apply pressure slowly and always be controlled on it. Make sure that you use when you're going with me to practice your late defenses of those positions, because when I'm attacking these positions, I promise you, I will not go hard on them. You'll always be you know, always protect you on it. And so I think that uh, having people that you can have those conversations with that you can trust is incredibly important because we're all trying to get each other better. And so if we have somebody that is injured uh, at our gym, our goal is to try to get them better while they are injured. Uh, because when they're not injured, you don't want them falling off. You don't want them being like, man, I'm so far behind. I don't want to come back. And you want them to be getting better. So then you have people to train with to get better. Uh, that is kind of a weird thing in jujitsu is we're all investing in each other constantly so we can get more from our training partners. And so, uh, that is kind of my thoughts for you guys today. It's a shorter episode. Uh, I have another um, solo episode planned for next week. I haven't filmed it yet, so it may turn into being an interview. And then for episode 80, I have uh, one of my brown belts coming on uh, again, Eric Hebner, who I think people really enjoyed the podcast that we did the last time. It's one of maybe like top three to five most feedback I've ever gotten on an episode. Because he, uh, at the very end of the episode, we started talking about kind of mental toughness in training and, and competition. And uh, I would say that when it comes to mindset of competition, uh, he is the best person I've ever talked to. Uh, you know, and so on that episode 80, uh, that'll come out in two, two Thursdays from now, two weeks from now, uh, you guys will be able to get kind of a glimpse into that. We've already recorded it. And um, there's something super special about that episode that I, I cannot mention yet, but I think you guys uh, will really enjoy that episode. I think it'll be really fun for you guys. And so that is all I have for you guys today. I hope that this episode was good for you. Uh, I hope that uh, it helps you guys out. I hope you guys start to progress a little bit better and uh, I hope that it helps you suck just a little bit less at jujitsu.